0: Guys, I know it's been a little while, but thank you for coming back for another movie review with me, Patio Stool Sample, former Politifact employee, reformed leftist and uh, South Boston wannabe. No. <clears throat> I'm here to talk to you today about a major major movie just got nominated for Best Picture of the Year at the Academy Awards. I'm talking of course about Don't Look Up, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and uh mystique or jennifer lawrence as she sometimes goes by right now this movie is supposed to be awesome right it just got nominated in like all the categories in the oscars and the academy awards and it's also a big allegory to uh global warming
1: i think this whole administration has completely
0: Now, I was a little skeptical going into it, but Adam McKay, the director, he did make it. And this guy has made, hands down, some of the best comedies I've ever seen in my life. We're talking Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, The Other Guys, right? All all movies that I seriously, seriously really enjoy, really think it's hysterical. Um, But let's get into it, shall we? Anyways, uh, Mystique over here finds a meteor way up in the oceans deep, and uh, surprise, surprise, it's gonna frickin' kill us all. So what do they do? They get on the phone with Don Lemon, who runs the uh, Planetary Defense Coordination Office, which apparently is in fact a thing, and uh, Mystique and Leo DiCaprio, you know, they pass on the news, we're all gonna die in six months, oh no!
1: Um. I've been running it all day. I keep getting the same result. A direct hit of Earth in six months and 14 days. Me too.
2: Matthew, what are your calculations?
1: Uh, Our scout program is saying six months,
2: 14 days. We got six months and 14 days. And
1: it's roughly five to 10 kilometers wide, which, which, uh. Isn't that an an extinction-level event? Well, let's not be
2: dramatic here.
0: Anyways, they fly out to the fake White House where uh, Biden films his uh, press briefings to meet with a bunch of important government people and the president, who in this movie is uh, Meryl Streep, who's doing her version of Sarah Palin. Which, uh, honestly, honestly, I think the casting here is the biggest insult to Sarah Palin, right? Because Sarah Palin is uh, talented, funny, right? A badass at times, right? Uh, Meryl Streep is none of those things. Meryl Streep is a washed-up has-been who's been essentially playing herself in every movie she's done for the last four decades. Just continuously cashing in on her name power, which the Hollywood elites make sure never goes bankrupt, ever, ever, even with awesome, stellar performances like this one.
1: When are the midterms? Three weeks. Three weeks, so if this breaks before then, we lose Congress, and then there's nothing we can do about it anyway.
2: It'll be gridlocked.
1: The timing is just, it's atrocious.
0: Now, just a a quick pause here. Uh, She's supposed to be their version of a Republican here, and she's saying, we can't do anything about this or talk about it because it's an election season. Uh, Just a little reminder, here's the former head of the Defense Intelligence Agency under Barack Obama saying how Obama ignored the credible intel on the upcoming threat of ISIS because it went against the narrative he wanted leading up to the 2012 election.
2: In 2012, your agency put out a now declassified report that seems to have predicted the rise of ISIS to power. You said the deteriorating security situation in Iraq and Syria could lead to the declaration of a, quote, Islamic state through union with other terrorist organizations in Iraq and Syria, which will create grave danger in regards to unifying Iraq and the protection of its territory. It was not long after you issued that report uh, that President Obama referred to ISIS as the JV team. Do you feel as though your warnings were ignored you know, I think that they um, did not meet a, a particular narrative that the White House needed, and, I, and I'll be very candid with you. I have said, and I believe that the people that were around the president, his sort of inner circle that were advising him, I think advised him incorrectly. What was the narrative? I think what? the narrative was that Al Qaeda was on the run, and, 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 and Bin election, Laden was dead, and, and he was the election narrative. And he, yeah, and they, were, and they were dead, and you know, and these guys are, these guys are, uh, you know, we've beaten them.
0: Yeah, so uh, you could see it's it's definitely the the evil Republicans um, who are ignoring credible threats because of the elections. But uh, let's continue, shall we? So, you know, anyways, Meryl Streep decides to come to her senses, right? She decides something has to be done about the space rock, so she and the movie's writers decide to rip off the plot to Armageddon and uh, send an astronaut to launch a nuclear bomb at the meteor to break it up.
1: Using decommissioned space shuttles and satellites loaded with nuclear explosives we will blow comet debiaski off her course
0: and of course you know the astronauts are racist naturally
1: and a big hello to that beautiful blue ball down there we all call home all those proud white folks working hard god bless you which
0: the Republicans just keep saying, he's from a different generation, blah, blah, blah. I'm he's sorry. just of another
1: generation, I think. It's just a different generation.
0: You know, kind of like how the uh, Democrats would always say about Democrat Senator Robert Byrd, a uh, former Ku Klux Klan grand wizard or some shit, who Joe Biden gave a eulogy for.
2: Although I and my colleagues behind me revere the Senate, uh, Robert C. Byrd elevated the Senate. Other great men uh, and their families would have chosen for them to lay in state in the rotunda. But Bob Byrd and his family chose to lay in state in the Senate chamber. And to me, this is completely appropriate, having served with them for 36 plus years. For the Senate chamber was Robert C. Byrd's cathedral.
0: Uh, Anyways, anyways. So, so just as the nukes are in the air, the president cancels the mission because Mr. Rogers here, playing Steve Jobs, told her to cancel it because, as it turns out, the meteor is worth a lot of money.
1: As, as some of you may know, the most valuable minerals in the world are fast becoming those that are deployed in the manufacture of cell phones and, and uh, computers, atrium, terbium, osmium, dysprosium on and on and on. We're running short. Uh, and the problem is exacerbated, of course, because China has her big panda paw firmly on, on almost all the mines that produce these valuable rare earth acids. So you can imagine, huh, wow, just how happy we were at Bash from when our astrogeologists uh, discovered and then determined that this Comet hurtling towards us from deep space actually contains at least $32 trillion of these critical materials, I, okay. critical to technology. I'm sorry, uh, it is, it that, received, is that why you no,
0: aborted this entire mission? Is because you, you're trying to mine the comet Dr. for Vindy, rare minerals? I mineral? think we should uh, <laughs> What do what what, what what these trillions of dollars even matter if, if we're all gonna die from the impact of I was about to comet? ask the
1: same question, Janie. Yeah, Janie, why wouldn't we consult? Uh, and
0: all due respect, Madam President. Oh, they're, no, they're, what they're if rich, we're rich and we're You know, the best part of this crap is that it's supposed to be a metaphor for global warming, right? Right, so this, the evidence that they have for, for this meteor, it's solid, it's concrete. All the scientists agree. All of them know it's right there and the conservatives are just too stupid to believe what's, on front, what's right in front of them. Only problem when you apply that shit to real life, um, they've been wrong for 60 freaking years. In the 1970s they were bitching about Global cooling. By this time now we were gonna be in a new ice age. Come the 90s, flipped on a dime. Global warming's the new thing. By this time now, half the country's gonna be underwater. Flash forward to the 2010s, now it's climate change. The temperatures are going up and they're going down and blah 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 blah. We're all gonna die somehow, maybe, I don't know, but we need to be really scared and spend lots of money we don't have in order to fight this thing that's definitely, definitely a problem. Right? And uh, you y- y- you know, and you know what's worse for the environment than burning fossil fuels? Uh, burning shit, like, like actually burning human dung, like they do in India prior to the availability of fossil fuels over there. You know, and, and Jordan Peterson,
2: Jordan Peterson makes a really good point on this. Let's listen in, shall we? I worked for a UN committee for two years on sustainable economic and ecological development and read a very large amount during that period of time and learned a lot much of which made me much more optimistic than I had been before I read the relevant literature, which was a real shock to me. But the climate change issue is an absolutely catastrophic, nightmarish mess, and the idea that that will unite us, is that's that's not going to unite us. I mean, um, first of all, it's very difficult to separate the science from the politics. And second, even if the claims, the more radical claims are true, we have no idea what to do about it. And so, no. And besides, it's even worse than that. Here's, the, here's one of the worst things about the whole mess. is, so as you project outwards with regards to your climate change projections, which are quite unreliable to begin with, and the unreliability of the measurement magnifies as you move forward in time, obviously, because the errors accumulate. And so if you go out 50 years, the error bars around the projections are already so, so wide that we won't be able to measure the positive or negative effects of anything we do right now. So how in the world are you gonna solve a problem when you can't even measure the consequence of your actions? Like, how is that even possible? And, and besides that, well, wh- what's the solution? What are we gonna do? Switch to wind and solar? Well, good luck with that. Just try it and see what happens. We can't store the power. Germany tried it. They produced more carbon dioxide than they did when they started, because they had to turn on their coal-fired plants again. That wasn't a very good plan. Well, we don't want nuclear. It's like, okay. What happens at night? Huh! The sun goes down. Well, isn't that something we shouldn't have taken, that we should have taken into account? Well, we've got to flip on the coal-fired plants. Well, so, it was a complete catastrophe. And all that happened was the price of electricity shot up. It was like zero utility. So that's, that's not a solution. So what are we going to do about it? Well, we should cut back. We can't consume as much as we, sh- as we, as we are all consuming. It's like, well, maybe. Except the data that I've read indicate that if you can get the GDP of people up to about $5,000 a year, then they start caring about the environment, and the environment cleans up. So you could make a perfectly strong case, I think, and a reasonable one, perhaps even a humane one, that the actual idea would be to get everybody in the world who's poor, desperately so, out of poverty as fast as possible, which would increase consumption in the short term, because then they'd start to care about the environment and things would clean up. But it is important
0: to note that despite him being a doctor who was on a UN panel for this sort of stuff, uh, we can't listen to anything that Jordan Peterson says, uh, because he's an idiot who doesn't know what he's talking about, at least according to the left. Which is why we need to put all of our trust and faith in the real geniuses of the world, uh, like Adam McKay in this movie. Every single man, woman, and child on this planet is going to die.
1: I don't like him. He makes me sad.
0: Now this is the best part right here. Mr. Rogers explaining why mining the meteor is a good thing.
2: Thank you, Peter. We've been developing phase fission reactions in the CERN particle accelerator that can splinter the comet into smaller pieces with breathtaking accuracy. These segments are then steered and decelerated by each bead into the Pacific Ocean for reclamation by
1: waiting US Navy ships. When these, thank you, and when these uh, treasures from heaven are claimed, poverty as we know it, social injustice, loss of biodiversity, all these multitudes of problems are just going to become relics of the past. And humanity is going to stride through the pillars of Boaz and Joachim, naked into the glory of a golden age.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Because if you have enough collective wealth, you could just get rid of all of mankind's problems. They just go away. You know what doesn't go away though? Uh, the freaking meteor in this movie.
2: It's real
1: and it's coming. If anyone tells you any different, they're full of shit, they full Look up into the sky! <laughs> it's a fucking fact. We have proof. Just look up! Guys, please just look up, okay? Screw the manatees and just look up. Just yes, look, yes, look up! Just yes, yes, yes. yes, look up! Dr. Mindy? The president's plan to save Earth and make it so we can all have a home is going to work, right?
2: Every single man, woman, and child on this planet is going to die.
1: I don't like him. He makes me sad. I'm sorry about that. Yeah,
2: Kids, listen to me. You tell your parents that President Orlean and Isher are sociopaths and fascists!
0: Right, they're getting ready for this big plan to mine all the minerals and all that shit out of the meteor. Right, and of course you have the... You have the obligatory montage of right-wing idiots refusing to believe the comet is coming.
1: And do you know why they want you to look up? Do you know why? Because they want you to be afraid. They want you to look up because they are looking down their noses at you. They think they're better than you.
2: DON'T LOOK UP! DON'T LOOK UP! It's not the of your freedom. Nothing. DON'T LOOK UP! DON'T LOOK
0: UP! But, you know, as it turns out, this was a really bad idea. It doesn't work. The meteor keeps coming, and coming, and coming... ...until finally... ...it crashes down on Earth and kills everyone. So, that is Don't Look Up, in a nutshell. It's a long, drawn-out, predictable movie with a predictable ending bitching about the dangers of climate control and how Republicans are idiots and this and that and everything else. It's just, uh, I, I will say, like I said, uh, Adam McKay has made, again, some of the the funniest movies I've ever seen from the early 2000s. Um, they are personal favorites of mine, Anchorman in particular, Step Brothers for sure. Uh, that being said, any, any talent he had for being humorous is Clearly gone, because there was only maybe two things in this movie that kind of got a chuckle out of me. It was just, and it wasn't even that the jokes were just not funny because they were political. I'm I'm capable of laughing at myself over here now, having been a former leftist. Um, But no, it's just that the jokes were bad. The story was boring. The acting was boring. Everything was predictable. And it was just, uh, just a montage of Leonardo DiCaprio screaming into the camera over and over and over again. and yet we're meant to be made to believe that Jordan Peterson doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to climate change but Adam McKay does and that's why he made a horrible god-awful unfunny movie that's somehow being nominated for the Academy Awards which who could ever accuse the Academy Awards or the Oscars of being political in their selection of movies (laughs) it's not like it's not like don't look up got horrible reviews online oh wait Um, No, but for the uh, Republican bashing, for the faulty science that you injected into this film, you, Adam McKay, and your unfunny jokes can go f*** yourself. Science has proven that every subscription we get adds another wrinkle to AOC's face. So help age that scorpion woman out of office and subscribe to our channel today.